Welcome back. You are listening to K Drama in Room 343. I am your host, Si Choi, aka Christina, and today we are going to talk about episode 6 of Hwarang, The Beginning. Yeah, so I took a lot of notes in this episode because I didn't want to miss too much. I feel like the past two episodes lacked a little bit. Um, well, actually, lacked a lot of detail.、Um, and I don't know, like this, this episode, I was feeling it. I was like watching it, and I was like, oh, a lot of things are happening. So, yeah, I took a lot of notes. I hope you guys don't mind.、Um, I'll try to keep it in within one hour, though. Yeah, it's not gonna be too long. All right, let's get started. Okay, so I just wanted to point this out because I did not notice, I don't know why, I don't know how I did not notice this before, but Panyu's biological dad is the principal from Dream High. I don't know why I didn't notice this before. Like, I feel like I, like, I guess I blocked out Dream High from my memory or something. <laughs> Because, like, when I was watching it, or like, no, I realized this when I was editing、um, the episode and, like, the previous episode of our podcast. And I was like, wait, you know, I feel like that guy is very familiar. So this time I watched it, and yeah, the guy is. He's the principal from Dream High. Like, what's, what's the school's name? What's the school's name? Kirin. Kirin High. Yeah, oh my gosh. He's the president. No, 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 no. Principal of Kirin High. He's Ban Yu's dad. Oh, man. And also, I knew I recognized Scarface from somewhere. And the actor who plays Scarface plays Hirongi. From Prison Playbook. Like, I had so much trouble like putting two and two together because Hirongi is like a completely different character than this Scarface guy. So I literally, like, for the longest time, I was like, I've seen that guy somewhere, but I don't know where I've seen it. And I've seen him from Prison Playbook. He's like an amazing actor. Like, I was so amazed. Anyway, so that was like a little, you know, trivia. Um, okay, let's dive into episode six. So we open up at the academy,、um, the Hwarang Academy, and Suho is sleeping. He wakes up to see Panyu sleeping in his arms, and they both like scream awake. They start to like diss each other as soon as they wake up, and、um, Yo is there, he's awake too. And Yo is like, Oh, yeah, you didn't just sleep, but you know, when you guys were sleeping, you were like touching each other. And Suha and Panyu get like so angry, they get their swords out and then starts fighting. And then a dice, you know, Park Sojun's dice, what's his name? Sonu, Sonu's dice, it comes out of nowhere and hits them on the head. But then he sees Sam, like Panyu turns and he sees Sam, and Sam's like, oh my gosh, I can't sleep with all these noise, so shut up. And then Panyu is like, who are you? And he tries to like attack him, but Sam moves out of the way and they like fight. Outside this storm room, all the other Hwarangs are there and they're like listening, including V. V is there. And、um, this one guy is like, Oh my gosh, this is literally like hell. Like, this room is called Hell Room now. And V's like, What do you mean? The guy is like, Well, there's the Queen side and the Yong Shilgong side. Yong Shilgong is the royal council leader who is Panyu's adopted dad. And then he's like, 
They have this rivalry and they're in one room with some random guy we don't know and then this half-breed and then the centrist's leader, Yowu, who apparently loves to watch people fighting. I was like, okay, this makes no sense because he is the one that's like opposing all these divisions. So I was thinking like maybe he likes to watch them fight over like stupid things. Like you know how he thinks all this is stupid so it's like haha it's funny to see how people can fight and get so worked up by this stupid thing. I think that's why he likes to see it. Or he could just be you know one of those weirdos. Anyways, um, then Sam and Panyu is fighting still and Panyu was like choking Sam at one point and he was about to pass out. Then Sonu comes out of nowhere and like ta takes Panyu out. Sonu is like, hey, I'm the one who threw it. And then he starts to fight Panyu. Panyu is like knocked out. So Sonu is like on top of him ready to like punch his face and stuff and Panyu keeps like dissing him saying that like you're just a half breed and you belong in, in the gutter or something like that and Sonu gets mad um, and since he's like on top he's about to punch but then he stops like a millimeter away from his face and um, yells at him. He's like, you're the one in the gutter. You who've never accomplished anything. You're rotting in the gutter, waiting for other people to do your work. And I was like, okay, I don't know what kind of this this is, but okay, Sonu, get him. Then Suho stops him when Panyu is about to like slay Sonu. He like gets free and he gets the knife or the sword and he's like about to slay um, uh, Sonu. Then a bald man comes and he, I guess he's like the secretary of the school. I don't know. He's like this big general guy and he immediately settles the Huarang's fight. He just like throws them on the ground and they're like knocked out basically. Then all the Huarangs are outside in the courtyard and their teacher is like whoever disturbs the order of the Huarang and the peace will get kicked out and you will get up to three warnings and then he says that there is no such thing as ranking in these like in this academy like between the Huarangs there are no statuses. So this means that you have to do your own chores like there's no um, you can't order people around and stuff like that. So we see the Huarangs doing their um, laundry at a uh, creek and Sonu splashes water and like all the guys are kind of like you know splashing each other angrily um, and letting their anger on their laundry um, because the guard the bald man is watching. They also have to clean the horses barns and Sam is about to throw up but Sonu's like fine. <laughs> Uh, and they have to wake up early and um, they wake them up with like this huge stick like clanking it like a medieval time alarm clock um, very manual alarm clock and V is like why are you doing this it was so cute then the teacher also tells them that they cannot go outside without permission and V looks like he's about to cry oh that was so cute <laughs> Then there's a shower scene. There's always a shower scene, I feel like. Yeah, it's a very popular trope in Korean dramas. So apparently they have to shower together as roommates. So people who are in one room, they have to shower all together. And it was pretty funny. They were like kind of eyeing each other and turning back. Um, yeah. 
Powell comes while Sam is doing laundry and Sam kind of just like dumps his work on him. Adol, on the other hand, is doing acupuncture on this man for free. Um, and apparently she's like explaining this to the patient. She's like, I've done this a hundred times and 98 of them have been successful. And the patient's like, what happened to the other two? And she's like, well, um, one guy, like he couldn't turn his neck. And then the other guy, like, um, his mouth kind of got twisted or something like that. Yeah. Apparently she's a doctor. I don't know. Her friend then comes to ask about her brother and uh, see if there's any news from him. And Otto is like, no, there's no news. The Daiso owner is tasting tea and then he tastes like some side dishes, but then he doesn't like it. So he asks the cook to cook it again. And it was basically like, I don't know, he was like the food taster for the Huarangs. I don't know what he's doing there. But anyways, yeah. It's lunchtime at the academy and Panyu and Suho, Youl, Sonu, and everyone, including Sam. So everyone in that room, um, they have to eat together. And Panyu is like, how dare you, peasant, eat with us um, to uh, Sonu. And he starts like dissing him and like taunts him. And then he talks about Aro. And since Sonu can't be the one to start a fight, since, you know, they only get like two warnings left now, I don't know. But then, like, Panyu keeps on dissing Aro and talks about how she, like, tells stories at the prostitution house and how she's a half-breed. And all the other Hwarangs at other tables, they're, like, chuckling, they're, like, giggling. And V kind of looks angry and this one guy at his table is like, hey, are you mad too? Is it because of your brother? <laughs> yeah. Death. Anyways, um... Panyu continues to diss Aro and Sonu gets up, he throws his spoon and then he walks away. Because like, if he acts up, then he's gonna get kicked out um, for disturbing the peace or whatever. OF is like eating some snacks and Daiso comes and um, tells him that there's a lot of tension in the cafeteria and amongst the Hwarangs. And he's like, it might end up in like a real fight, like to the death. And OF is like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He doesn't really care too much. Then class starts. So um, Hwarangs, they enter like a lecture hall. It kind of looks like a lecture hall. Um, Panyu sits next to Sonu and he starts like dissing him again. Like, oh my gosh, like what is wrong with this guy? I think he's bitter because he got beat up by a peasant. But like, come on, man, get over yourself. He keeps like dissing Sonu and says like, you're not going to make it and like, you're not going to last here. You're just a half breed and I'm just going to make sure that you don't make it here or stuff like that. Like, okay, dude, what is your problem? <laughs> he wasn't as whiny as I'm like portraying him, but like still, come on, man. Um, Sonu is like, what the heck is your problem? And Panyu is like, I don't like you since you're the queen's pick. And I chose to pick on you because if I fight with anyone else, their families will intervene and it'll turn like all complicated and stuff. But there isn't that problem with your family. And also, I want to take over your sister and make her my concubine. He wasn't as whiny again, but... In my head, he was. Sam and Sonu, they like both get up. They're like, what the freak? And starts like punching Panyu. And Panyu's like, okay, you started this fight. And then Suho gets mad and he hits Panyu saying, you and I even haven't started. So then, you know, madness happens. Literally everyone is punching everyone. Except for Yoru. It was so funny. Like he was like, 
on top of this podium and he was just like watching. He was like looking down. He's like fanning himself, watching the fight. Then bald guy comes in and OF with him and he yells for them to stop. Um, oh, and then the centerpiece of the podium, like, I don't know, it was like a chandelier. It's not a chandelier because there were no lights, but I don't know what that was. It was like some, like, some decoration <laughs> hanging from the ceiling and it just fell. Yeah. Um, Panyu was, like, laughing uh, because at that point, Sonu was on top about to, like, hit him. But I was like, you're in trouble, too. Like, you, you fought, too, you know? Like, anyways, um... OF is rebuking them again and asks for the punk who started this mess. Sanu then confesses that he started it. So back to Aro, she is having like a flashback, uh, two moments with her and Sanu. And then like she confesses to her friend that her heart hurts whenever she thinks about her brother. And she's like, I miss him so much. And her friend is like, what the heck? <laughs> Because um, Otto was like, is this what it means to have a family? And um, her friend is like, what? No. When you think of family, it should be your head that hurt, not your heart. And it turns out that she is Suho's sister. Um, and she tells her that, you know, the only reason why I only have you as a friend is because my freaking brother dated all of my friends and literally I can't go around anymore. Like I can't go around town anymore with my head high because I'm so embarrassed. I didn't know she was related to Suho. That's funny. Um, and then at that moment, Daiso comes to look for Aru and then, um, tells her to come to the academy as a doctor. And she enters the academy and sees like all these Hwarangs laying on the ground in pain, all bloody. And she's like, what, what am I supposed to do? I'm not a real doctor. I was self-taught by watching my father. I was like, what? You're not a real doctor? Like, who, who, who's letting you practice? Like, what? Um... And the Daiso owner is like, yeah, that's why we called you. Like, if we called in a real doctor, then people are going to think that there's something terribly, like, wrong at the Hwanang Academy. Um, and honestly, these kids won't mind anyone as their doctor. Just slap some ointment on and sew their stitches and stuff. So she treats them one by one. But while she's, like, treating them, she's, like, kind of scouring the crowd looking for her brother. Um, she asks the Daiso owner as well. These three random Hwarangs, they're like talking about how Sonu might get kicked out since he's not even true bone. Um, and Yo is like listening to them from afar with V. And then Yo asks V which side he is in, um, half-breed or Panyu. And V is like, I'm not with Panyu. He's a brat. He says like, Che Sopso. Suho goes to Panyu and tells him that it's you who started it all. And Panyu's like, no, I didn't hit him. He hit me first. Suho's like, but you provoked him. Like, you talked about his sister. And Panyu's like, so what? Um, then Suho tells him that he understands why uh, Sonu called him uh, the rotting gutter. And Panyu gets, like, all worked up. He's like, you know, he goes on about, like, how power and money is everything and says, like, strong and powerful ones get whatever they want and blah, blah, blah. And Suo's like, what the heck? Okay, first of all, you never wanted to be a Hwarang. So what's the reason? Like, why are you here? 
And then Panyu has a flashback to when um, Yong Shilgong beat up his dad and told him to get power. And I was like watching this, like, is this scene like supposed to make me feel for this guy? Like, because I lost all sympathy for this trash man. Honestly, like, like what the heck, man? I don't feel sorry for you. You, what? I, you need to stop. Like, calm down, bro. Um, then Panyu gets angry and he leaves. Aro is treating V because- oh, this was such a cute scene. Like, I loved this scene. Aro is treating V because he has a cut on his arm and she says that he needs stitches. She then is like, well, will you be alright? Because it's going to hurt a lot. And he acts all like older and cool. He like tries to make his voice deeper in front of Aro and he's like, it's nothing. I can handle the pain. She's like, how old are you? You look so young. And he's like, what? It's so obvious that I'm old enough to be your oraboni or, you know, opa. She then offers him a root to chew on um, to help numb the pain. And he refuses it at first, but she's like, just do it, oraboni. She's like all sarcastic. Uh, but he gets like all happy and smiley that she called him oraboni and um, he eats it. Then he asks her if she is Anjigong's daughter and she's like, do you know me? And he's like, you're probably the most popular half bone or half breed in the world. And he points at all the other Hwarangs who keep like looking at her. Um, Sonu and OF, they're kind of in a storage unit. I think it's like... Um, like a storage space. I don't know. Sanu is like, I was thinking, did you want your Hwarangs to be timid and hesitant and um, to be somebody who always like backs down? And OF is like, what if I said yes? Sanu is like, that's different from what I believe. And OF is like, what do you believe? Sanu tells him that if something is wrong, it should be told wrong. And if there is someone injured or weak, or pretty, you have to protect them no matter what. That is my belief. And OF is like, okay, and he walks away. Aro treats the other guys and um, she still is worried for her brother. Sam comes and then tells Aro that she shouldn't be here, then takes her by the hand to a different place. Um, he tells her that he is hurt as well and tells her to um, stay with him while he like sleeps for 15 minutes because he has had insomnia for a while and couldn't sleep for like four days he said um, so he's like he just like leans on her back and um, then he falls asleep then queen and her like guard and her little side maid um, rides into the Huarang academy Suho recognizes that it's the queen and um, he guides them to the OF's office. And like Suho, it's so obvious that he like loves the queen. Like he, he was like, he fell in love with her. It was like the, the love at first sight when he first saw her. And now he's like, he has this huge crush and he tells himself, he's like, oh no, I'm in trouble now. Like, boy, no, like. No! First of all, she's way too old. She is your friend's mom, basically, because she's Sam's mom. Like, no! No! And she's the queen! Like, no! Suho, no! OF meets the queen and um, questions why she's there. He's like, are you curious about 
my choice for Huarang, like GD. And she's like, yeah, who is he? And um, OF is like, he's like a very distant, very, very distant um, cousin or something like that. And the queen's like, you're right. Then OF asks, why did you choose Anjigong's son, like all of a sudden? And the queen is like, he's my son. Since Anjigong was my formal lover, so consider him to be my son. And then OF is like, well, if you want to see your son, you can go look at him in a storage unit. So she goes to see Sonu and she kind of like rebukes him and threatens that if you don't do a good job um, in this academy, your sister or your father will pay the price. Then Sam wakes up from his nap and he sees that the queen is like watching him from afar. Sam's like, dang it, she found out. Sam then tells Aro that it was Honu who started this mess and that he is being confined. Um, so she goes to see him. Honu gets pretty angry that she came and she's like, let me treat your wound. And he's like, he busts open the cell door. Like, what the heck? And then like, he drags her inside and they have this like fight. And she's like, you know, I'm not going to leave because the only thing I'm worried about right now is your wound on your forehead. And he's like, get out. And they're like bickering like lovers. Like I was watching this very uncomfortable. I know they're not related, but still like, come on. Like, you know, officially you guys are. So stop it. Oh my gosh. They're literally like lovers. They're like looking into each other's eyes, treating their wounds, like telling them, telling each other how like um, worried they are about them. And she's like, oh yeah, she's like, I like your laugh. <laughs> Oh, I like your laugh. <laughs> oh man, does anybody know where that's from? Anyways, okay. Um, anyways, Aro leaves with Taiso, and Taiso is like, "Hey, is that bamboo hat really your brother?" Um, she also left Sonu something in a small pot, and it's the ointment for the wound. So she goes back to her friend, and she's basically confessing to her friend that she is always thinking of um, her brother, that she's always concerned for him and worried. And she's like, is this really what family is? And her sister's like, no, that feeling is called love. Like, that's not family love. Like, familial, no, 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 that's not it. Queen orders OF to release Sonu, and OF is like, um, did you forget that you gave me full authority of the Huarangs? And Queenie's like, yeah, but if I think that I might lose my Huarangs, under you, then I'm going to take back the authority I gave you. And OF is kind of like leaving a little bit pissed off. Um, while he's leaving, he meets the royal council leaders and his gang. And he kind of like bribes him straight up. Like he he's like, hey, do you want some red wine? I have some fancy red wine at home. And my son is Panyu. I know um, he's like a good good man and like something about like how he grew up being royal or whatever and um if you want to change the harang i mean like if you want to change the um the royal rule like i feel like we have lots to discuss and of is like oh wow red wine sounds amazing how about in 30 years and he laughs and he walks away of goes to see sonu and tells him that he's not going to throw him out right now but he says that I'm going to make it harder for you. 
you are going to have to take rigorous exams and you're going to have to pay the price um, for causing this mess. And if you fail three times, then you'll be kicked out, which will be even harder and it'll like look even worse than if he leaves right now. So he like gives him a choice. Like, are you going to leave or are you going to stay? But he's like, but the ending result is going to be the same and you're going to be out of here no matter what. But I was like, okay, encourage much? And Sonu is like, I'm going to choose to stay because I, there are things that I have to do here and people I need to protect. So then lessons begin. Um, classes start. And OF basically reveals like the topic of that discussion. And it's water. They talk about water. What is water? And then their task is to debate how water relates to the king using... Tao Te Ching? I don't know what that is. I don't know. I think it's like some literature maybe. I don't really know. Please don't quote me on that. I don't know. But it's supposed to be a debate and they have to prepare. At the marketplace, An Jigong meets the uncle from Mangmang village, the peasant uncle who took care of Sonu and Kwangsu. So they go to An Jigong's house and the uncle is like getting angry at An Jigong for using Sonu to get revenge on the queen for his son's death. And then he says this mysterious thing. Like he, he tells An Jigong that that kid he's referring to Pak Sojun is not supposed to come out to the world. You open the door that shouldn't be open. Oh my gosh! Like who is? I was so curious. Who is he? Who 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 is Honu? I mean, who is Pak Sojun? Because Honu is Kwangsu. Who is he? I was so curious. I was so close to googling this, but I didn't want to ruin it. But okay, I feel, here's my theory. I feel like he is related to the queen because maybe, like why would, why, why can't he come out to the world? And An Jigong is like, what? What do you mean? And like he starts to question the uncle, but he walks away. Like, what does he mean by he shouldn't be out in the world? Like, what? Who is he? Oh my God, I'm so curious. So Sonu is trying to study, but he doesn't know how to read. Aro decides to work at the academy as a doctor and she hasn't told Sonu yet. Her motivation for doing this is number one to make sure that um, Sonu doesn't do a bad job and like you know does well because she knows that he doesn't know how to read but she hasn't told Sonu that she's working at the academy but he finds out and he gets angry and Aro's like hey if something happens to me you can protect me since you're here and she's like you know it's safer for me to be here than outside like how are you going to protect me outside you know you're not gonna be there um and then she's like and also like how are you going to prepare for that debate if you only know 200 characters how are you going to find a teacher huh and he's like no um, but then, yeah, she he agrees and she becomes his tutor. They study at nighttime. He's like, you only stay until you um, until I finish this. And she's like, fine, whatever. And again, they're like lovers. Like, what the heck? Like, who does that? No brother and sister will look at each other that lovingly while holding like the same pen. Like, like he, she has, she's like guiding her brother and like you know they're holding hands basically. I can't even remember the last time I held my brother's hand. Like, honestly, no siblings do that. Who does that? Anyways, Sam notices that Sonu is sneaking off at night and that he studies with Aro. And he, like, sees them. They're, like, doodling on each other's faces like lovers. Stop it. Oh, my God. I'm so uncomfortable. 
Um, then Sam is at the lecture hall and he's like looking at the king character on the wall. Um, he then has like a flashback to when the queen is like talking to him. The queen basically like threatens him to stop getting on her nerves. Um, she's like, you know, there is no way to prove that you are the king if I don't claim you. So I might throw you away if you keep like getting on my nerves. What kind of mother is this? Like, what is, what is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Sam goes to see Otto and then asks, like, hey, when are you going to repay me? That crescent moon tattoo is still on your arm. Otto is like, I told you, I will repay you, like, later and slowly. I'm sorry. He then tells her that there's another way uh, she could repay her debts. Basically, he joins the tutoring class at night. Otto teaches him too. Sam is getting like a private lesson before Sonu comes. He apparently lied to her that he doesn't know any characters. She then teaches him by drawing a picture besides the characters and he imagines it coming alive. Like she drew a butterfly with the butterfly character and kind of incorporated the character into the drawing. Um, and then like he sees like, I don't know, he gets real creative because the butterfly from the picture starts like flying out like 3D style. Um, then he's like... Teach me another one. Um, and she's like, is there a specific character you want to learn? And he's like, Wang, which means king. And so she draws him a picture incorporating the character. He's like, what does this drawing mean? And she says that, I don't know about other people, but I pity the king without the face. Since the mother has no thoughts of coming down, he has to get stronger by himself. So basically the picture, she drew like a mom bird on top with a nest and then a baby bird at the bottom. It's like three lines, three horizontal lines and a long vertical line connecting them from the middle. That's the character for Wang or King. Um, so she drew a mom bird at the top of the, the first line, the first horizontal line and the nest and then a baby bird at the bottom. She explains that since he became a king without wanting to and is not able to come out into the world, he's kind of like the young bird that fell out of its nest too early. Um, Sam gets like pretty upset and says that there are people who shouldn't have been born. Um, he argues like if he had not been born in the first place, there wouldn't be a reason to fall out of the nest. And Ado is like, how can you say that? She kind of defends the king um, in a way say, saying that like, you know, you should feel bad for him. Sam then gets like angry and gets up and he's like, how can someone like you pity the king? And she's like, why are you all mad all of a sudden? Like seriously, bro, calm down. Sam is like, who are you to shake me like this? And I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Sam's like crying at this point and says like, why are you making me feel so insignificant? And I was like looking at the door cause like he's like getting up on her and she's like, my brother's gonna be here soon. And then Sam kisses her. What? And this episode ends like this. What? What? Why are you kissing her? Why are you crying? Why are you getting up on her? Why? What is this episode? Like, this episode was, like, so weird. It was very... I don't know. Like, there were a lot of moments where I had to, like, pause and really think about what the heck is going on. Like, I... This ending was out of the blue. Like, I was not expecting... Not at all. Sometimes you can predict, you know, like in Dream High, they get that look in the eye and or like in reply, you know, they get the look in the eye and like, you know that they're going to kiss. But here, like I was not expecting it at all. 
like no I thought he was gonna like well I didn't I didn't know I didn't think that he would like hurt her or anything but I didn't I did not know that he would kiss her um yeah that was very sudden it was I didn't I don't know I was a little bit uncomfortable um but I was really glad that for this episode there was a lot of scenes with V so that was fun yeah so all in all good episode (laughs) anyways thank you guys so much for listening um I hope you enjoyed um listening to me talk about this episode in great detail I feel like much more detail than the last two episodes I feel I don't know Uh, Make sure to leave me your thoughts, your opinions on Twitter and Instagram at kdrama in room 343. And also don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to our podcast. And make sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast as well. Thank you guys so much for listening again. And I will talk to you guys next time with episode seven. Yay! Bye! (laughs)